Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. morning everybody you are listening to the voice come on come on y'all dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man is god good to me unbelievable yeah he is and i and and i, and I can only attribute it to one thing it's it's just been a turnaround in my life it's it's been me finally making decision to see what all god has for me but at the same time trying to be more god want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade-off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not, I'm not saying I got it right right now because, man, I just don't. I'm just being real with you. I don't. 
I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's a process, and I've, 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 I've grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at him, and I was going, okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the creator. You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose, and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different, and the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. So you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I, I can't tell you how it's paid off because now God's mercy and grace is all over me because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him, but I've learned to become more more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming, hating. Trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, 
When you blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, the word pro a lot of times when you put it in front of something means positiveness. So now, a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. Well, how you, how you think this works? You know, he can't heal your body if you ain't going to take the medicine and you ain't going to do none of the things to counteract. You know, you, you, you can't get lung cancer and then keep smoking and then expect the blessing to come. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You know what, we can straighten this thing all the way out for ourselves. You don't have to be wondering what's going on all the time. You don't have to be confused anymore. You don't have to have your life in a rut. You don't have to hate waking up in the morning. You don't have to feel like your life is going nowhere. There is an answer for all of this. Turn around and look at God. What you got to lose? Why would you not try it? Just turn around and face him. 
turn around and, and try to make yourself a more righteous brother. Just look, man, I'm going to do better. You feel me? All right, let's go today, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's show is dedicated to those early risers. Those people that get up before the sun come up. The people who are producing things to make your day better. Today's show is dedicated to the donut makers around <laughs> yes. the world. All right. yeah. Thank Love you, them. Lord, for the donut Amen. makers around the world. Those of you who make donuts <laughs> early in the morning, piping hot, the Donut Palace down in Tyler, Texas. Yes. <laughs> the the, the Dogo Nut yeah. in Little Elm, Texas. Okay. Those donut makers, everybody at Dunkin' Donuts. Woo! Come on, Dunkin'. <laughs> I would say the donut makers at Whole Foods, there are some, but, you know, look, what I have learned about everything that I have ever eaten that was gluten-free uh-huh. after tasting it, I don't know what it is, but it do need the gluten. Man, I don't know what the hell gluten is. Yeah. But everything I have eaten that didn't have gluten in it need that gluten back in it. Yeah. I really I don't really know what gluten is, but I'm Is it a form of Well, for joke purposes, I don't know what it is. Okay. Oh, okay, good. You know, let's not kill the joke with a bunch of questions. Looking it up. I'm not sure what gluten is. Is it a form of wheat? Is it a but I got to go to doctor today, so I'm uh, for the first time in my life I'm being checked for food uh, allergies and uh, the foods uh, you can eat, the foods you can't eat. Yeah, you know some food uh, irregularities, just so allergies what if, really. So what if he say no more barbecue? What you gonna tell? Oh, no, come on, man! Everybody got to do something. I'm just, once again, I'm gonna just tell him I don't really eat barbecue. <laughs> there ain't no problem. I eat barbecue. <laughs> you go correct and in your yeah. mind and in your world that is not the same can thing. Have more barbecue, Mr. We, Harvey. You barbecue, you grilling, you roasting corn and you know <laughs> sautéed vegetables and kebabs, <laughs> and weenies. Yeah, uh, that's just grill. That's barbecue. That's grilling. Yeah, we ain't grilling. I'm barbecuing. I'm b o b b y cuing. I barbecue. Barbecue. I did that on uh, a Kimmel last night. Yes. Uh, gluten is a substance in wheat and flour that holds dough together. It's a substance in wheat and flour that holds dough together. So it's glue. It's food glue. Yeah. Glue, gluten. Yeah. But in actuality, it's actually what's a, a scientific word for flavor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it really flavor. is. So I don't know what's holding it together, but it tastes damn good. Yes, it does. Yeah. And, yeah we love our donuts. Yeah. Yes. And All everything the donut makers. To- and uh, also to my trainer, who we'll be hearing from later this week, to give you an update on my report and progress yes. that I'm doing. Uh, we posted a picture, and mm-hmm. a guy said to him, I don't see how. I'm going to just save it for when he come on. Okay. Obadiah. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, Steve, uh, it's Junior's Truth Be Told. And then, ladies, Steve, you're going to have some tips on how to get your man to open up and share. This is for the ladies now. All right, we'll be back at 32 after the hour. Don't look at me like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where the hell I'm supposed to get that information from? 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny. Junior, of course, you're up first with Truth Be Told. Yeah. Uh, then I know, ladies, we promise you tips. We'll do that a little later in the show. We have something <laughs> even better from Steve coming up. <laughs> Go ahead, Junior. All right, listen, uh, I, I have a date this weekend, sure. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a first date too. Uh-huh. Hey man, so this is your truth be told. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And okay, it's always true. Yeah, I have a first date this weekend, and it's the first date. Just want you to know. It's oh, the first oh, oh, first date with a girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Girl, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about a uh, comedy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stand up. <laughs> no. I thought you were talking about the first time <laughs> no. you've been to a city. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. We no, knew uh, it was a date. No, date. it's a date. Yeah. Uh, it's the first date. Now, this could go either way. Okay. What? You know. It could go as the date. I don't know. You know, uh-huh. if I'm gonna like her, if she gonna like me, I don't really know. What you know. going for then? Well, you know, we just, you know, somebody set it up. Oh, so it's a blind yeah. date. Blind date? Well, we we oh. see each other talk, you know. So we okay. go, I'm gonna try this, but I don't know if it's really gonna work because uh, I let her choose the spot. She's chose a steakhouse. Uh huh. Now, okay. I, truth be told, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Truth be told, uh huh. First dates don't start with with steak. They start with chicken. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you right now. First so date starts with chicken. It'll start with steak. Because first of all, yeah, that's, that's putting too much in on. Uh-huh. Now, what if I don't like you? Okay, mm-hmm. you don't like me. Then you'd have got a steak off of me. Now, see, ain't nobody mad when you eat chicken. <laughs> see, wow. restaurants serve wow. family packs of chicken. Wow. I've seen <laughs> knockdown dragouts, <laughs> arguments. Have fallen out over chicken. Uh-huh. And ain't nobody mad. Uh-huh. But when you get a steak, okay. it's an issue. It's an issue if we don't <laughs> we'll see eye to eye. It costs a lot more than hey, chicken. Hey, why should you have 80 of my dollars? <laughs> mm. I ain't going to see you no more. You ain't going to call me no more. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Let's go down here to churches and let's sit around and talk. Hey, Junior, what yeah, happened uh-huh. to this right here? When a man meets a woman, he puts his best foot forward. Yes, and chicken is the best foot I got. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I'm putting my foot right out there. Let's get this 10-piece. Let's talk about this. 10 be- You mean like fried chicken? Like hey, fried with sides? What chicken you want? Long as it's chicken, baked, grilled, barbecue. I don't care. <laughs> but what we can't do is have this steak. That now, you work. got 80 of my dollars, then you talking about, oh, then you go bad talking to your friend already. Well, Junior, why didn't you pick the restaurant? Why didn't you set up the date? Oh, I didn't know what she liked. And oh. she said, well, this is real place. I looked it up online and found out it's a steakhouse, and a very nice steakhouse at that. <laughs> now, first of all, her, all her toes came together. Wait, wait, what? Wait, ho, 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 ho. You all missed something. Yeah. What? First of all, Say I saw her feet when I first saw her. All them toes ain't together. <laughs> <laughs> they spread. Right, right there. there. I don't even know why you're going. Yeah. Well, yeah, why are you going if her toes ain't together? Well, 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 a woman has to have nice feet. Yeah, I can't I, do But that. they just set up. I agree to it. Eddie Murphy yeah. and Boomerang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right yeah. Just want to just put that out there. Now, go ahead, Unc. No, man, that's it. But, Junior. You can look at me different if you want to, Unc. I'm telling you. Junior. <laughs> junior. You make a lot of money, man. Cry hey. about an $80 hey. steak. Hey, Unc. Uh, 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 dinner. Uh, bill. This, if both but, but y'all it's had my money. <laughs> if both y'all had forty dollars steaks, that's eighty dollars. Yeah. Should you fix her feet instead of buying? We <laughs> should. <laughs> Oh, ah. To the nail salon where we need to be going. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay, to the nail salon. I would think a podiatrist, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> a reflexologist or something. I saw all of them. That pinky toe was a little damage to it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just want you to know. 
Now, okay. I feel that's the truth. It should, it should start with chicken. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I, I like how we get to know you, Junior, through yeah. your truth. Be well, thank told, you, Sharon. But it's all, honest. Yeah, they're all honest. Mm. They're all about your now, life. Money, he really keeps it 100. Uh huh, yeah. he does. Mm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, all right, Junior. Nice. All right, so, uh, <laughs> so, Steve, you have to tell us this story. Uh, you were talking about at the mentoring camp well, with the you mothers. Know, I was, uh, <laughs> Jesus. I, we, you know, we was at the mentoring camp this last year, uh-huh. uh, down at the Chick fil A place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great facility to have it this year close to Atlanta. And the mothers were, uh, in town at this church facility okay. having one of their sessions. Mm-hmm. So I drove from the ranch down to the church facility and I get in there and they've been waiting on me and I saw them up and I'm talking to the mothers. Now, one of the mothers, or two, I was not sure, one or two of them couldn't hear mm-hmm. and talk. They couldn't talk or, I don't know, talk was, or hear. So they were deaf? deaf. I don't, I'm not, whatever they, what they be signing. <laughs> That's deaf. Okay, deaf. well, deaf I'm beat. not sure. I don't really, you know, keep up. So I'm in here talking, what? so the lady up there I standing off to the side is signing. <laughs> now, ain't nobody told me nothing. So I'm talking, and she just over there signing. Uh-huh. So I looked over there, and I ain't say nothing at first. Then she kept on. I turned around. I said, excuse me, what is you doing? <laughs> oh, so God. now, instead of talking, wow. she keeps signing. I so I said, you. ma'am, I don't know what you're doing, but sit down, because I don't like all that. Come on, I'm talking. This, this money, money is standing up, flouncing around. You know, over I don't there. know what you over there doing, all that moving. Uh-huh. But just come on, sit down with everybody yeah. else. So she smiled uh-huh. and kept on signing. Uh-huh. Now, I noticed this lady down front is just staring at So I still ain't, can't, ain't did the math on this shit. So the women in the audience is covering their mouth like, no, nah, this fool ain't. Set like up we're in doing. the hill. And then I said, hey, look, I don't like all that. Just come on, sit down. <laughs> so this woman was waving at me with both hands like Steve, uh-uh, uh-huh. you know, waving like two uh-huh. hands just yeah, trying to yeah, get yeah. my attention. Uh-huh. I said, see, now what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said hi. I spoke to everybody when I came in here. Now what is you double hand high for? Them ladies in there was hollering, laughing, but they had their hand over their mouth because they was all sitting around this lady. And so finally, this one lady said, Steve, Steve, look over here at me. And I said, look at you for what? She said, she's signing. I said, wait a minute. Let me explain something to y'all. We sent all the paperwork out before you came here. All the signing. You need to be done all that before you come in here. It's your Uncle Tom. I said, ma'am, you're going to sit your ass down. So the lady was up there looking at me signing. She laughing. I'll tell you what happened right after that. We'll be back with the nephew and uh, run that prank back and the end of Steve's story, too. This is crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. uh, Come on, Steve. Before we get to the nephew's prank. Well, I was just trying to tell y'all about the lady was signing. Ain't nobody told me nothing. So I'm so confused. I thought they were talking about signing some paperwork. (laughs) But I'm just reminding them all this had to be in two weeks before y'all came here. So the lady was sitting there, and the lady said, Steve, Steve, look at me. Yeah. I said, look, I'm looking at you. Now what? She said, Steve, that woman is signing because one of the mothers in here is deaf. 
I said, <laughs> <laughs> them women in that audience had their hand over their mouth, tears coming down their face. They said, nah, this fool ain't. She pointed at that lady down front. I said, you deaf? Right. And she ain't say nothing. Right. So I said, is you li-? I said, is you deaf? Oh, my God. So the lady said, and so then she looked at me and nodded her head because the lady said that to her. I said, well, do you read lips? I said, because most people don't have trouble <laughs> with, your with me. Because you can be across yeah. the right. street and pick up what I'm saying. <laughs> and so he's sitting here, and I said, listen to me. I mean, I mean, really, what they go, they can't boycott because right now I'm on the radio. And if they can't hear, all this is good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, comedically speaking, what is the fear of the boycott coming from them? Lord, you so, created them. So, and he made me, thank yes, you, Jesus. And okay, so man. I'm sitting up in here. So I said, I said, look at me. This is all you need to know. I said, this is how I'm going to show you a sign. If a fire break out, then I did the whoosh, a whoosh. Yeah. If you see the black people, then I pointed at my face. <laughs> turn, then I turn. I said, we got to get the blank out of here. And then I just start doing this here. Them black women. I start doing the running motion. Yeah. Them black women in that room was howling. So Emma Smith's wife was there. Tears was just coming down Pat Pat, Pat said, no. Nah, oh, man. Come on, Tommy. First of all, get your Uncle Tommy. Then come on with the prank. All right. Let's to add to the... Come on. Yeah, I'm going to add right on with come this Come on, family. Show what we is. Hot checks at the church. Oh, oh, goodness. Run that prank back. Hot checks at the church. Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you, you I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay, now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay, now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was $250. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay, now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your, your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute. You said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute. Now I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing what that you they going to bounce. write these checks. There's a lot of people My write these. are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why and do we, one clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? 
Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty of money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday. And that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done I'm wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the $250 plus the $30? So we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And you I'll tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are, when are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Who is that she's calling you? Somebody from the church tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the deacon, busy. I ain't never know the deacon call nobody by no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I, I ain't got... I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more. And if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you. I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no 280. You will never get 280. You're going to make me and come by your... And my check then... What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, you... Bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this 250 plus 30. whatever I want to, okay? No, you and don't, you yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you. We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until... What did you say? You are not... Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get... I'm coming the, up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm going to make sure I find your... Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to you, say to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... You're talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I'll tell pastor when I get. But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What, what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What you, wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, 
This is. What did you say? I say this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'ma beat that. <laughs> she just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'ma <laughs> that. Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Miss Dan is standing by with today's headlines. Uh, potentially catastrophic. Potentially catastrophic. That's how forecasters at the National Hurricane Center are describing Hurricane Irma. Florida Governor Rick Scott warned that Irma could bring life-threatening storm surges, wind, and rain. President Trump has approved emergency declaration freeing up federal funding to prepare for Irma and 7,000 Florida National Guard members to report for duty by tomorrow. Now, this Friday morning, uh, that's all happening, okay, this Friday morning. Um, Carla and Tommy, man, Mm -hmm. oh, man, you guys were just affected by Hurricane uh, Harvey. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, hurricane. Yeah, I know you don't like to say that. <clears throat> I get it. Uh, by the hurricane, the first hurricane. Hurricane uh, Steve Harvey. <laughs> they didn't say so that. Damn stupid. <laughs> it came through just like you, though. What are some good tips, though, Carla? You you guys have some good tips. Yes, I mean, you know, especially for the Floridians, the the whole state of Florida Mm -hmm. has been under advisement. And uh, you need to first listen to local officials, Tommy. Wouldn't you agree when they tell you to evacuate? Yeah, you need to get Get your ass out. Yeah, you have to evacuate. And this is the thing about the hurricane. I think we've talked about this as well, that you guys at least know it's coming. So you yeah. do right. it's have not a surprise. Hurricanes don't sneak up on yeah. you. Yeah. You know that they're coming. Mm-hmm. So you have to listen to your officials, your city leaders, state leaders, county leaders. You, when they tell you to evacuate, I mean, the situation with Harvey, we just saw what happened with Hurricane Harvey in Houston. It was more about the flooding, but you have a catastrophic hurricane coming. So you need to have get your supplies together, get your food, get your water. Plenty of food. Yeah. Plenty of food and water. Get your medicine, your first aid, and make sure that you have all your medication. You don't think about these things, but you need to go ahead, get your prescriptions repealed. Get out. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you still need your medicine thing, if you get out, if yeah. you're still yeah. evacuating. I, yeah. I, I, I heard them talking about a lady that had diabetes, and she was mm-hmm. standing in line because she wanted water. Mm-hmm. She still needed to take her meds during you know the right. hurricane season, but she needed water, and water was of short supply at that particular time. Right. Uh, so, go ahead. You yeah, you need to make plans for that. You have to plan ahead when you evacuate. You have to kind of plan ahead as well. Communications, extra batteries, charge. Especially stuff. if you got disabled people in your family, you really mm-hmm. want to get them safe and yeah. get them out. I'll yeah. get them out. Mm-hmm. Go to the yeah. next whatever the, the neighboring state is. I would be on my mm-hmm. way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fill up your car with gas. You know, yeah. we saw a gas gas shortage with uh Hurricane Harvey with mm-hmm. the refineries being shut down due to the flooding waters and things like that. So, you know, you just got to prepare. Mm-hmm. You just have to and, prepare and, prepare and have for this. Cash. This, is, this is more important. Mm-hmm. Fellas, if you finna be in the house with your wife a long time, it's it's going to be rough in there. It really is. I'm just letting you know. It's, it's, it's going to be real. I'm concerned about where this is going. So you have a tip for for husbands who are they're riding out the hurricane with their wives and their family. Just family. don't say what's nothing the to her. The whole the time y'all in the house, just don't say nothing to her. 
What? Just just don't say nothing to her. Are you saying don't you talk say, to your wife? That's yeah, you anything gotta... you say ain't right. Just don't say nothing. So are you speaking from Harvey experience? I'm speaking Harvey? from experience. I was looked at as if I was the just worst sub- surviving type of person in the world. She was looking at me like I had no clue. I thought I was being a man, a protector, taking care of my family. And I was not being looked at that way. I was being looked like I was the most pathetic person walking around. Well, what did you do? Did you have a plan for the family? I did everything. I moved everything. I did it all. But I was still looked at as if I had no idea what I was talking about. Was what it, did she was say? it was yeah, it lightning you know, when you were doing you it? Scared of lightning and thunder. <laughs> no lightning. It was not lightning. They gonna look at you crazy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. Yeah, I want to hear more from you. Yeah, but I did on. have a lightning yeah. shelter that I created for myself. Okay, it's time. What'd you for do? Pull the covers over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, Miss Ann Tripp. Miss <laughs> gracious. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, let's get serious. Hurricane Irma passed just north of Puerto Rico overnight, leaving about a million people on PR without any power. About 50,000 people over there have no water. Haiti and the Dominican Republic were glanced, but Irma is still a Category 5 storm with top winds now 180 to 200 miles per hour, and nine deaths have been reported so far. And now the Bahamas and Florida are bracing for a hit. In fact, residents and tourists of Miami-Dade County already under orders to leave evacuations ordered in the Florida Keys two days ago. Just north in Broward County, coastal evacuations are ordered starting at noon today. Mayor Barbara Sharif says there is enough gas for everyone so long as people don't start hoarding it. The tankers are refueling and getting the gas to the stations as quickly as possible. As you know that there is a high demand, so there will be lines, but there is enough gas to supply Broward County. So just don't, you know, necessarily fill up when you don't need to top it off. Meanwhile, 90% of the buildings in Barbuda have either been damaged or destroyed. There are now two other storms churning in the Atlantic on top of all this. There, Jose and Katya. President Trump broke with fellow Republicans yesterday and agreed to a short-term increase in the federal debt limit. Trump says the increase is going to be paired with a bill that will keep the government going and f- provide some $8 billion in emergency funding for the victims of Hurricane Harvey. We had a very good meeting. We uh, essentially came to an, a, a deal, and I think the deal will be very good. We had a very, very cordial uh, and professional meeting. Republicans in Congress uh, had demanding a longer-term increase with the debt limit. Trump's agreement with the Democrats will now force the Congress to take a second vote to raise the debt ceiling just before next year's midterm elections. That's something the GOP was trying to avoid. Fifteen states and the District of Columbia have filed suit against President Trump over his decision to end DACA, the program that keeps people brought here illegally when they were children from being deported. By the way, President Obama has commented in a Facebook post about it. He calls Trump's decision clearly political and not legal, saying that DACA was about young people who grew up in America and are Americans in every single way but one on paper today is national google commemoration day if you want to google somebody do it today and national feel the love day please baby please baby please baby 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 please Ooh, this has been ann trip we'll be back with eugene the butterfly 20 minutes after the hour on the steve harvey morning show you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right steve uh he's here please introduce the butterfly he's here here he is eugene Good morning. Come on, Steve. You can do better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Eugene. More excitement. You know how Jay is. No, come on. More excitement. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Eugene. That's pretty good. 
Now, make your voice go higher. Come on. Do it, Steve. One more time, Steve, with a little more energy, please. Ladies and gentlemen. Ah! <laughs> oh, that was so fake. Good morning, everyone. Look at Steven. Sounded like a Carla baby junior. Ladies and gentlemen. That's not good. That's you really, and you always bring people out. Why you can't bring me out? Ladies and gentlemen. That wasn't too bad. Good morning, that's everyone. That's the best you go get. Bro. Yeah, that's the, uh, girl, go I with to it. Take it, take it and run with it. Anyway, good morning to all of you all. Junior, Shirley, Carla, Stephen, Tommy. Good this morning. is it tonight. It is happening. Ah, Columbia, South Carolina. I'm going to grace the stage. I think they sold out. It's all because of me. But anyway, the hit stage play, Mama's Boy, at the Township Auditorium. You do not want to miss it. Eugene Antoine Ferguson. Tonight, you will be... Who are you mess- playing in the play? Eugene. My, my name. But anyway, they also call me Butterfly in there, too, Stephen. But anyway, Stephen, I am so fabulous. I think after this, this run... Steven, I think you and I should sit down. I think there's room for me in Hollywood. I just think there is. I just think that... Oh, it's a lot of room for you in Hollywood. You're not going to be on nothing. (laughs) But I want you to be... What you looking for, an apartment? (laughs) (laughs) No. I want a show. I want a show. And I just think that... I think you could be my EP. I don't think you're strong enough to carry a show. Over Johnny Gill. Come on, the, the name of the play is Mama's Boy. He ain't the mama of the boy. <laughs> so now how he can in this play? But oh. I'm comedic relief, Stephen. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm doing a very, very good job. I think I think you would be very overwhelmed by what I'm doing. I think you would love what I'm doing. And I think that you would see that there's room for me in Hollywood. I think you being my EP, I think you and I could go a long way. Hmm. Maybe you should go see the play, Stephen, then decide. See, Steve, you should. Hello. I should. Will you come see me? Go see the play. Go see Butterfly in the play. No, I don't have time. I'm out here in L.A. Here in Columbia. Um, I can't get there. I got to work. I got a a new show. I got a new show. I got a new show. But you fly. I got a new show. But you could get back in time in the morning. No, I can't. You could jet down here and jet back. For what? You ain't the mama or the boy. (laughs) You ain't even the star of the show. I'm coming here and watch this little. Penny, little penny, any part you playing in the thing? I'm not, no, 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 no. How long is have... it? You have a big, uh, healthy role? Yes. Yes. Meaty. I always like to use the word meaty. I have a meaty role. All right. Thank you, Butterfly. When we come back from the break, uh, we'll be back at 34 after the hour. Uh, you're listening to the uh, Deferred Action show. for Childhood Arrivals program protects roughly 800,000 undocumented dreamers who were brought into the U.S. illegally as children. President Obama approved DACA in an executive order in 2012. Now, as you know, Attorney General Jeff Sessions on Tuesday of this week criticized President Obama for bypassing Congress, implementing an unconstitutional exercise of authority. Former President Barack Obama released a strong criticism of President Trump's decision to end uh, DACA in a long Facebook post Obama urges that uh, the Dreamers program benefits everyone, including native-born citizens. Uh, Obama called it an issue of basic decency. He says Mm. these Dreamers are Americans in their hearts, in their minds, in every single way but one on paper. He said, let's be clear, the action taken today isn't required legally. It's a political decision and a moral question. 
ultimately, this is about basic decency. This is about whether we are a people who kick hopeful young strivers out of America or whether we treat them the way we'd want our own kids to be treated. Well, I mean, see, you're sending this message to a man who doesn't have any of those concerns, nor has he ever had the concern. He's, he's never had to be worried about how you treat his children because he's had his children grow up in a very privileged privileged, structured, mm-hmm. and secure environment. Right. Mm-hmm. His children have never known what it is to want right. to do anything. Mm-hmm. He hasn't either, like Tommy said. So you're asking a man at 70 years old who's lived a privileged life, mm-hmm. mostly all of his life, never been poor, not a single day, to have a heart for the poor, mm-hmm. when in actuality... He has what my father taught me. He has undeserved power. Mm-hmm. See, him never having been a servant to people. Yeah. Uh, the greatest leaders were first great servants. If you look at Gandhi, if you look at uh, Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. if you look at Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. if you look at Billy Graham, if you look at anybody, a Bishop Jakes, that are great leaders on any platform, they were great servants. This man that's our president has never been poor, underprivileged, or never served anyone. So now you are asking him to have a heart. See, he thinks if he blows out Obama's candle, it's going to make his brighter. Mm-hmm. So everything Obama has done, let me undo this Absolutely. so you can quit talking about Obama and talk about me. But everything you're doing is wrong and hurts the people. Yeah. In this case, 800,000 mm-hmm. wow. dreamers. Man. That's a lot of people, that Steve. Is. That's, That's a lot, lot of people. How many? 800,000. Oh, man, come on. Yeah. And, and you got to be kidding me. Why punish these kids? Who were bought here as children? Yeah, they. Did. How would they know? Hey, look, man, they. And then half these kids were born here. This is the only country they this know. This is the only country Steve. they know. Yeah, they've never been to these countries. You're trying to send them yeah. back. Go home. Go home. They'll be foreigners right. in in Mexico. Bruh, and this is all I've ever known. Places mm-hmm. like that. You know, and for those of you, for those of you out there who think for some stupid, idiotic reason that because I went to visit Trump, that I'm a Trump supporter. Get that stupid-ass notion out your mind right now. Mm-hmm. The visit had nothing to do with support. As a matter of fact, I told him when I was sitting there, I voted for Hillary Clinton, and I used all my weight on this radio show to get her elected. I said that to this man. You can ask him. I said that. So don't, 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 don't sit up here and think I'm a damn supporter. Don't, stop being an idiot. I have always been for the downtrodden and the unprotected and, yes, and the underdog. That's what I'm always be for. Yeah. This move right here is absurd what he's doing. Yeah. It makes no it's no benefit to the country to throw these people out. It's no benefit. They're what not criminals. Oh, he just wanna undo everything, everything Obama, Obama did. did. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. But first, here is the nephew with this prank phone call. What you got, Neff? 
Uh, Shirley, this one right here, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, I don't know. You know, I have to take my time with it, Shirley. This one right here, uh, this different type of prankability. Um, prankability? Prankability. You with me so far? Yeah. This right here is called. They move, Big Mama! <laughs> they move, Big Mama! <laughs> the way he was talking, I thought it was going to be Cuddy coming through or something. Yeah, no, this is this is a different kind of prankability, but you're going to love this right here. They move, Big Mama. Here it is. Prankability, dog. Yeah, look that up. Uh, my pitch in there with that. <laughs> Cleaning service. I'm trying to... Can I speak to the owner of the company? This is he. Is this Robert? You, the owner is Robert. Is this Robert? Yes, sir, this is. This is Mr. Robert. How can I help you? My name is Carruthers. Y'all, y'all clean, y'all clean my, uh, my, my house last week. Uh, okay. <laughs> and when y'all moved the furniture to clean the carpet, somebody, somebody moved my grandmother off the coffee table. And she's not in there no more. Hold, 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 hold on one second for me, sir. Do you know what, what day did we clean your house on, sir? Last Wednesday. Y'all cleaned my you house. You said we came to your house on Wednesday of last week. What, what's your address, sir? Big Mama! Is, 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 okay, is Big Mama! Okay? Big Mama! Oh, sir? Hello? You said your name is Carruthers and we came to your house on Wednesday. If you don't mind, can I have your address, please? Y'all, Big Mama, Big Mama. Okay, Mr. Carruthers, listen. If 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 we if your grandmother now was your grandmother laying on the carpet? I mean, my guys don't move people, sir. Uh, we would not have. Would my not have grandma, my grandma, she was on the she was on the coffee table. Her her urn was on the coffee table. Oh, my okay. grandmother passed. Okay. Bethany laid. Y'all, and somebody moved her, and now the vase is still there, but the ashes is... Okay, 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 I'm sorry. So you're saying that you're... Oh, Big Mama! Big Mama! Oh, oh, Mr. Grubb, I am so sorry. Uh, listen, I, I just lost Big. my grandmother not too long ago, sir. I, I know how you feel. I, now, 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 listen, my guys would not have knocked over a, a vase or something like that, or they would have told me... If they uh, knocked over something, are you sure that it was my cleaning service? Yeah, I ain't have. No, nobody had no two different carpet cleaning services to come by in the same week, man. Y'all the only ones came by there. Y'all the ones that did it. Y'all the ones moved my grandmama. And now my grandmama gone. Mr. Carruthers. My grandmama gone, man. Mr. Carruthers, I'm sorry about that, but if you would give me your address, I can confirm that that actually was my cousin that came by you. I'm, I apologize, sir. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Big mama, oh, big mama, big mama, go. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Now, if can you please just give me your address, sir? Let me let me pull some information up in my system, and we can we can straighten all this out. Uh, uh, hold on for one second, please. Uh, baby, do, do do me a favor. Go and ask Wayne and Robert Jr. to come in here for a second. They had to be the ones to clean that man carpet on last week. Hold on a second. Somebody knocked over his grandma on her now. You know Big Mama! Come <laughs> in now. Big Mama been there. She been on that coffee table for Church 10 years. She been on that coffee table for 10 years. And now y'all, 
Carruthers. Mr. Carruthers, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to find out if if you know what. (laughs) When I get myself together, Uh I'm gonna come down there and I'm gonna kick some at that damn place of yours. You hear me, Mr. Carruthers? Now, now listen. I'm gonna do everything that I can to help you, but now don't don't uh. You're not going to threaten me on this phone. I'm going to you, you move my grandmama, and I'm going to move your now. You hear me? I'm a, I promise you, I'm going to tell everybody not to use this damn carpet cleaning service, because y'all don't okay. know what the hell no, y'all no, no, no. Hold, hold, hold the hell on. Now, li- listen. Now, now uh, it, it took me a long time to get my services together, sir. We do a real good job. Now, you're not going to threaten me. Y'all move people's grandmama. That's what y'all do. You move people's grandmama. <laughs> we... Sir, we have never had this kind of incident. As a matter of fact, we haven't had any incidents at all. So I'm going to do everything that I can. I'm sorry about your grandmother, sir. We're going to get everything squared away for you. I'm going to get an ad in the newspaper and tell everybody not to use this damn service. I promise you that. I done told you once. Now, you're not going to threaten me about my damn company no more. You understand me? Oh. You're not going to put no ad in no newspaper, and you're not going to sit there and tell me what you're going to do. I done called my sons in here. I done called my nephew in here. They're the only ones that clean that goddamn on carpet. Now, I'm going to find out what happened, but you're not going to threaten my company. You understand? This is how I make my living. Now, I don't know how you make your living, but this is how I make my living. You don't living. make your living by moving people's grandmamas, man. You move my grandmama. My grandmama ain't on the coffee table no more. Sir, sir, it's, I'm sorry that your grandma was not on your coffee table no more. Look, I'll try to find out what happened. We're going to get this fixed for you, but you got to work with me. Wait, 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 I'm coming down there right now to do damn office and start kicking some <laughs> Have your boys there and have <laughs> there too. Now, you, you, oh, you're going to come down here. Come on, bring your Come on down here right now. I'm not scared of you, man. You look, I'm trying to help you, and you want to go off on me like that, bro? I don't give a Matter of fact, come on down here right now. You won't give me even your address. I don't even know where you are. I don't even know if we can go out. I promise you, I'm whooping your boys and your If y'all done move my grandma, you move my grandmother, man. Let me tell you something, bro. Mr. Carruthers, don't threaten me and don't threaten me about my boy. Now, that's my son. I don't take that too lightly. I will come personally to your house right now, beat your and then come back and clean your house for free. Do you understand me? Don't you threaten my children and don't you threaten me. Let me get off my damn phone. I got one more thing I want to tell you, man. What? Is you listening? What is it, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, dog. <laughs> Hello? Say, 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 man. Ethel. Ethel, don't. Don't worry about it. That, 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 wasn't, that wasn't nobody. That's just Tommy, man, you ain't right, dog. <laughs> You ain't right. You called me, Tommy. <laughs> now, you got my sons in the looking like, like nothing did, so I'm going to go bust them inside their head, man. You going to tell me what you going to do with my company, man. You know how long it's been since so I had my company started, man. You wrong for that, Tommy. Oh, God. You wrong, man. Hey, man, Robert, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey morning show player, man. I listen to y'all every morning, man. Y'all every morning. Look here. Why don't you tell Dr. Steve, man, y'all need to put a carpet cleaning award over in the hoodie award, man. The carpet, uh, we need a carpet cleaning. Uh, you mean a carpet cleaning in a category? Carpet cleaning category, man. Y'all need to go and put one in, man. I'm telling you. See, that's prankability. You feel oh, what I'm saying? man. <laughs> you got to know prankability when you, when you prankster lies. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? See, you have prank fruition, but you're not gonna. You can't do that. You understand? Because you're not. 
Uh, What's that? A prankalization. Let me let me let me break it down to you. When you, oh, you go school us. Artistic yeah. license, Tommy. Go yeah, ahead. when when you when you pranking, you have to be prankalicious first. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. To have prankability, <laughs> to have the prank for which to bring uh, a prankalization to. Uh, uh, what am I? What am I? What am I? Is there something else we could be talking about? Because this don't make no damn sense right here. Junior, how you doing? I'm good. Because I had no clue what he talked about. I'm good, Steve. Yes, thank you for saving me. Call the Hotter family down in Houston, y'all. Everybody's good. That's a prank or two. What you have is a prank or two. Shirley, Shirley, how your husband doing? Frankalicious. <laughs> hey, oh, no, Shirley. Hey, man, you're going to help his ass out. Right. Hey, look, how's the show going? Huh? How's the show going, man? Uh, the show is going great, man. I appreciate all the support, yeah. man. Uh, you know, um, I think the new show is going to be right in the wheelhouse of what I need to be doing. You know, it's nothing was wrong with what I was doing. It's just that I realized that you have to reinvent yourself every now and then. All right, we got to go to break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, today's crazy strawberry letter. You do not want to miss it. Uh, But the NFL season kicks off tonight. And did you hear about this? Now, this is according to the Baltimore Sun. A tweet from the the girlfriend of Colin Kaepernick was behind the Ravens' decision not to sign Colin Kaepernick. Okay, NFL Hall of Famer Ray Lewis said on Showtime's Inside the NFL, the August 2nd post by radio host Nessa Diab, uh, Colin's girlfriend, compared Ravens owner Steve Biscotti, uh, Biscotti and Ray Lewis, a longtime face of the franchise, to uh, characters from Django Unchained. You know, that was Leonardo DiCaprio's cruel plantation owner and Samuel L. Jackson's loyal house slave, respectively. Whoa. Some Who say, is that? I'm sorry. Uh-uh. We don't need to. <laughs> On that night. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some say uh, the NFL is using Colin's girlfriend's post as a scapegoat as to why they really don't uh, didn't hire Kaepernick or won't hire Kaepernick. Uh, the NFL season, of course, kicks off tonight with Kansas City at uh, New England. So now, what do you think about that? It compared... Ravens owner Steve Biscotti and Ray Lewis, the longtime face of the franchise, to uh, characters from um, Django Unchained. I don't know why she'd say that. But why is he being judged by what his girlfriend said? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why exactly. he ain't going to say that's but just a way out? I think out. this is just an excuse. Yeah, but now, yeah. listen to me. When mm-hmm. That's right, Shirley. If you don't want something to happen, any any excuse will do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they're using his girlfriend. But the, you got to ask your question. You, just because you got to... Ra- what radio show does she have? Uh, I think she works for one of the um, stations in New York. You know, all they're going to do is say, well, is that what he's thinking? That's all mm-hmm. that is, man. It's just mm-hmm. going to be, you know, is that what he's thinking? You know. But mm-hmm. it's just crazy, man. Yeah. I not even but, so, I mean, you know, you know she's I'm, defending I'm her not, man. I'm not yeah. fighting her with the man. I, I think, you know, a woman not. standing by a man, yeah. I'm okay with that. Cool. Uh, the Django reference of Ray Lewis is not really cool. Yeah. Um, how, come, how come when ball players get out of trouble, they got a whole lot to say after they after the spotlight ain't on them no more? And you're talking about, you're talking about Ray, Ray Lewis. He's talking about Ray Michael Vick, they seem to have a whole lot to say once they ain't in trouble no more. Well, it's called learning a valuable lesson. Mm. And uh, you maybe... think they're judging, Tommy? What are you saying? I think they are judgmental. 
I'm just that's just from my perspective. I mean, that's judgment. that's fair assessment. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know it's what his opinion. The, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody got mad at Michael Vick because he made the statement of maybe Colin Colin need to cut his, cut hair. his hair. Yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. understood where he was coming from because yeah, when you're trying that. to change your people's view of you. Sometimes your image is a part of your view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't think Michael Vick meant any harm by it at all. I he think didn't. he meant it with the best intentions, but a lot of people jumped mm-hmm. on it. Well, you shoe shine and now you tapping it. Not at all. He just offered a suggestion to the brother. Because I'm telling y'all, man, if you don't think your hair stops you from having things in this country, you best to believe it do. All right, we got to move on here. Hey, I play golf with these people. It's what they say. Mm-hmm. You got to understand how they are, man. It's not going to mm-hmm. change because you want it to change. Yeah. I got what somebody going to have set me the way I am. Okay, well, cool. But when they don't, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, nephew, yeah. let's get to this letter. All right, let's do it. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. Subject, thank you, Tommy. Children of the corn. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie like that, Children of the Corn? It was. That's no, the title evil, too. Evil little children. <laughs> Stephen Shirley, please help. I have a best friend with whom I have been friends for many years. We've gone through a lot of ups and downs together, supported each other through hard times, traveled together, and I've even watched our children grow. She even gave me a baby shower for my son, who is now five years old. She's been a real good friend. She has a son who is nine years old, and this child is a demon seed. My son is a normal, rough boy who takes taekwondo, loves Power Rangers, and does all the rough stuff that boys usually do. So he's not fragile at all. However, I do not like to have her son around my son because my son always winds up accidentally hurt. We now live in two separate states. So last summer, me and my children, I have a teenage daughter as well, went to visit her and her children. On the first day, her son... This is on the first day. Let me read that line again. On the first day, her son accidentally hit my son in the stomach with a bat while they were outside playing. My son came into the house crying, and her son said it was an accident. On the second day, he accidentally threw a baseball into my son's stomach with excessive force. On this day, I was sitting in the house while they were outside. My little voice told me to go outside and check on them because I just knew that my son would wind up accidentally hurt. As soon as I opened the door to go outside, my son was coming towards the door crying as her son was trying to stop him from telling. From that point on, I did not let my son out of my sight for the rest of the trip. My girlfriend and I are both single, so when we went out that night, I told my teenage daughter not to let her brother out of her sight because I was afraid of what my friend's son might do. Her son's dad is around on a very minimal level and does not discipline him at all. This child is pure evil, and I have recommended that she get counseling to see what's going on. Well, here's the problem. My friend wants to bring her kids to my house for a visit. By the way, her other kids are wonderful. I would love for her to visit, but uh, do not want her child of the corn son to come. How do I tell her that her son is not welcomed in my home without straining our relationship? Signed, a mom who was about to do some corn shucking. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. 
Yeah, this is really crazy. You know what, dear mom, you know, listen, it's your house. You make the rules in your own house. You cannot bring this confusion around you or your son, you know, where you lay your head. This is your best friend. So you guys should be able to talk about any and everything. And really, this talk right here is long overdue. Uh, You know what, you put your five-year-old son at risk with this, you know, nine-year-old little monster. Uh, he just could not hit my son in the stomach with a bat or a baseball. He just couldn't do that with excessive force. Uh, you know, her mom might be right that the son needs counseling and might be something wrong with him. But how about just some plain, old-fashioned discipline, you know? Mm. How about that for a change on his bad behind? Uh, just too many accidents happening here. Too many. And, and I'm surprised, Mom, that you haven't said something long before this. Long before this. So, you know, Tell her she can't come unless he, she gets her son in check. I mean, yeah, it's going to put a strain on the relationship because nobody wants to hear bad things about their children. But uh, this is excessive and something needs to be done. So talk to her before she comes, not when she gets there. 12 minutes after. Yeah, well. What you got, Steve? That's what you say. Okay, that's what I say. <laughs> what I think need to happen. <laughs> totally different. Going to be a little Cold. bit different. Right. Code cracker. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Don't forget, today at 1.30 p.m., I said today at 1.30 p.m., please join me for Facebook Live Strawberry Letter after the show. You can oh, find me. today? Today is the day, Steve. Oh, man. <laughs> That's okay. I'll get you one day. I'll get you one day. Anyway, uh, join me for Facebook Live, 1.30 p.m. Eastern today. I'll be there, so make sure you come, too. Uh, but come on, Steve, with your uh, part two of today's Strawberry Letter. Children of the corn, Steve and Shirley, please help. I have a best friend with whom I've been friends with for many years. We've gone through a lot of ups and downs together, supported each other through hard times, traveled together, and have watched our children grow. She even gave me a baby shower for my son, who is now five years old. She's been a real good friend. She has a son who's nine years old, and this child is a demon seed. My son is a normal rough boy who takes taekwondo, loves Power Rangers, and does all the rough stuff that boys usually do. So he's not fragile at all. However, I do not like to have her son around my son because my son always winds up accidentally hurt. We now live in separate states. So last summer, me and my children, I have a teenage daughter as well, went to visit her and her children. On the first day, her son accidentally hit my son in the stomach with a bat while they were playing outside. My son came into the house crying, and her son said it was an accident. On the second day, he accidentally threw a baseball into my son's Uh. stomach with excessive force. On this day, I was sitting in the house while they were outside, and my little voice told me to go outside to check on them because I just knew that my son would wind up accidentally hurt. As soon as I opened the door to go outside, my son was coming towards the door crying as her son was trying to stop him from telling. From that point on, I did not. I did not let my son out of my sight for the rest of the trip. My girlfriend and I are both single, so when we went out that night, I told my teenage daughter not to let her brother out of her sight because I was afraid of what my friend's son might do. Her son's dad is around on a very minimal level and does not discipline him at all. This child is pure evil, and I recommended that she get him counseling to see what's going on. Well, here's the problem. My friend wants to bring... Her kids to my house for a visit. By the way, her other kids are wonderful. I would love to have her visit, but not want her child of the corn son to come. (laughs) How do I tell her that that her son is not welcomed in my home without straining our friendship? Sign 
a mom who is about to do some corn shucking. <laughs> well, corn shucking, mama, let me tell you a couple things because you're a single mother and maybe you haven't heard this. Boys play like this all the time. The problem is when you put boys together, someone is going to exert themselves as the alpha male. Someone is going to be lead dog in the group. Now, you got a five-year-old playing with a nine-year-old. That four years is huge, especially so early in life. Well, the nine-year-old boy is just doing what he want to do to your boy. Two things you can do. He's bullying your boy around. He's trying stuff on TV. You finna see some wrestling moves get put on him on his next trip. Your boy finna get souffléed and do a couple fireman <laughs> carryovers on your son. <laughs> Notice, because he ain't tried this yet. He's just been working on stomach stuff lately. So what he done done is he done accidentally hit the five-year-old in the stomach with a bat. Then the next day, threw the ball so hard in the boy's stomach. Now... Your boy taking Taekwondo. I don't really know what this is. I know it's martial arts. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but I don't know what discipline it is. It's defense. Uh (laughs) See, defense. Maybe your boy need to take up bat swinging and baseball throwing. (laughs) And offense. To defend himself. See, (laughs) what's going to happen to the bully is when he stops bullying then he going to find something else. To do. When you hit the bully back and the bully take his first shot in the stomach with the baseball bat. Oh. See, the way I raise my sons is this. Somebody step on your finger at the school. Before you get the I'm sorry or anything from them, you have my permission to step back on their finger. I'm sorry. That's just all. An eye for see, an eye. See, what my son ain't finna be up at the school <laughs> is the whipping ball. Uh-huh. It's kids listening. Through yeah. this kid. Okay, I'm just, listening. okay, see, look, I'm sorry. This is yeah. the strawberry letter portion. They on their way to school, though, dog. These are my, the way I'm raising mine. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. We do have to go. Join me on Facebook Live today at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to talk about the strawberry letter, of course. Yeah. Uh, today's strawberry letter. It was a good one today. We'll talk about it. So come on, Steve. Introduce our girl. She is here. Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, I need everybody to get on deck. Trump done decided that people got to lead the country, that the children got to lead the country. We need help, Steve Harvey. We got the hurricane problems. Now we got people almost going to get put out of the country. And when President Obama speak on this, when President Bill Clinton speak on this, we know we on the right side of good. Now, I know y'all saying, well, sure, what you talking about? We talking about DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Policy. Now, the President Trump say, well, it broke the law. The executive order of President Obama broke the law. No, what he was trying to do was get people to come on and do something about it, like the Congress right. going to do something about it. That's right. all this was. He was trying to get somebody to do something about it. But I got a question for you, Shirley. Yes. Uh, the show did not ask this question. I'm asking this question. How Melania get here while we talking about people? <laughs> come that- on, Cheryl. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on, now. Am now. I keeping it too real for you today? <laughs> while you talking about these children that were brought here by their parents, how about people brought here by their benefactors mm. who said they was on the work visa, but that kind of work you can't put on top of the table. They got to go under the table. <laughs> then you marry somebody to stay here. That ain't even cool. And now you are first lady. So anybody need a dream act. That's you need to call it the Melania Trump. People need to stay here the best way they can. <laughs> and 
Fizz, they, oh, did I go too far? No, I'm sorry. No, 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 did I go too that. far? No, no. Because, no. look, all, all immigrants, not Hispanic, but the Hispanic people need us to help, need black people to help them now more than ever. But I need to hear from all the Eastern Europeans, the Russians, and everybody else that's here that's under the DACA and the DREAM Act, too. So y'all need to be speaking up, too, because once they finish with the people of color, they coming after you. So tell your congressman to adopt the DREAM Act right now and afford some money for Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma, and don't be attaching to the stuff, and don't be up there tripping. And Melania, we need to see your papers and your birth certificate. Yes. I'm out, Steve Harvey. Boom. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DACA that. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, DACA. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Thank you, Cheryl, as always, always, always. That was right on point. Thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up, Steve. Uh, Ice Cube was your special guest on your new talk show. It's just called Steve. I love that. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, too. I followed uh-huh. all the big, big people, you know. Mm-hmm. Oprah, just, she ain't Oprah Winfrey, she Oprah. Yeah. You know, you don't see the de- generous up there, mm-hmm. just Ellen. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You know, so I just went with Steve. Yeah. Phil, oh, okay. Dr. Phil. Yeah, and then, you know, like when I when I, when I I get bigger and more successful, uh, I'm uh-huh. going to just change it to Steve. Hey, <laughs> we ain't got to say the V-E? Uh-uh. No, no, the black people don't put the V-E on it no way. Anyway. <laughs> Steve! I do. I've been calling, they've been calling me S-T-E my whole life. Really? Oh, all my friends. Steve! Yeah, I ain't heard the V E. <laughs> Steve, that's what nah. I always call you. That's Steve. Shirley. Yeah, that's but you pretty in the girl. I always so. say Steve. You know, yeah, uh, that's you pretty in the girl. One of my friends say Thank that. You. I look at him strange. <laughs> Steve, dog, you all right? Yeah, I was just tripping, man. I'm sorry, dog. When did yeah. you go from a uh, little Stevie to Steve? Just Steve? No, I was never little Stevie. I thought you were little Stevie when you were younger. Well, I mean, you know, you uh, know, little at school of, or something like that. You know, somebody, you know, yeah, don't really know you. You know, little dude. You know, I was skinny, so you know, a couple dudes on playground. Little Stevie, you know, older boys that uh, was my brother. Uh-huh. Little Stevie, what's up? But you know, I didn't really accept that. <laughs> Anyway, back to what I was saying. You asked Ice Cube uh, some after-the-show rapid-fire questions, but uh, first Cube got his start in hip-hop with a chipped tooth. Take a listen. This guy is one of the great, greatest MCs. We're going to call it that. Now, people might not know this, but listen to this. It all started with a chipped tooth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Uh, my uncle Jerry, uh, he was taking me. I was 10 years old. I chipped my tooth because I, I uh, stayed home from school. I told my mom I was sick. And when she went to the store, I went and played in the garage. And there was a thing called a dolly when kids used to have to take out the trash. I don't know if they take out the trash. No, they don't do none of that. <laughs> I was playing with it. I stepped on the end of it. It came and hit me in the mouth. Chipped my tooth. So my... My uncle Jerry was taking me to the, to the dentist, and he was playing this song called Rapper's Delight. And it just blew my mind. And I made him play it over and over and over and over again till he said, O'Shea, look, I'm tired of this damn song. <laughs> <laughs> we need to listen to some confunction. Confunction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I wasn't, you know, I was, I was hooked. I was hooked on rap from then on, and I was just seek it. Anywhere I could, and uh, started doing it at 14. 
Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. You know what? You know it's crazy because you meet people, it's always the smallest thing. He chipped his tooth. Just a pretty messed up thing as a kid. You just, yeah. Because you got to go to public school tomorrow with your Oh, chipped man, tooth. I hated that. It was right here in the front, too. <laughs> yeah. This also, uh, you got a historic album called Death Certificate. It celebrates 25th year. This is the 25th anniversary for Death Certificate. Yeah. And to celebrate it, there's going to be a re-release with three new songs on it. Death Certificate, this is a true story for me, the first hip-hop album I ever bought because of a line that you had in it. I can't say the line (laughs) on TV, but that line made me buy the album. I ain't want nothing else, just that line right there. (laughs) I should have did a remix for you. Yeah. Hey, man, let's get on a little bit of because this summer was big for you, man. You got the Big Three League. It launched this summer. Yeah. And, which just had its championship game. Yeah. Have y'all watched any of this? This is some great basketball. This is your brainchild. You came up with this, man. How, how, how would you describe it for folks that haven't seen it? Well, you know, it's professional three-on-three basketball. Um, and, you know, we all grew up playing basketball. Most of us grew up playing three-on-three in the backyard, you know? Yeah. We could rarely get a five-on-five game. You know, either the courts were taken up when you get there, and the, the older dudes was like, man, you ain't about to play on this whole court. <laughs> yeah. Take half the court. So yeah. we played three-on-three, and, and, you know, it's never been elevated to the professional right, level. Cube, are you a morning or a night person? Morning. Describe yourself in three words. Fresh, dope, and incredible. <laughs> I like that. Fresh, dope, and incredible. <laughs> and second, go for dope. Why would he? <laughs> uh, what's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Look around. <laughs> what, what, what's something that many people take seriously but shouldn't? Themselves. Yep. Uh, what is your biggest ad- addiction? Sports. Yeah. What is your all-time favorite song? Knee Deep by Funkadelic. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's the last thing you liked on social media? Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> right there, boy. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie quote? Damn, from Friday, I guess. <laughs> damn! What's your greatest achievement? My kids. Yeah. What's your last thought before going to bed? What I got to do in the morning. <laughs> That's it. It's simple. Yeah. Ice Cube! To make sure you watch Steve today, or should I hey, say hey. Steve? Make hey, sure you I'm watch Steve you, man, today. It's really, really it's a good, good show. I saw it's it. Good. It's new it. and yeah. it's different. If you it can't is. watch it DVR mm-hmm. for me and watch it within 48 hours, I still get the credit. But I'm telling y'all, man, it's really, really a good it's show. Good. It's it good. is good. It's, it's, it's more way than a talk more show. Ignorant. It's yeah. more than a talk show, and it is. You got that right. It yeah. is way more. It is. I do like I had Chelsea Handler and Marlon Wayans the first day. I had. Two really emotionally imbalanced guests. <laughs> Marlon is yeah. crazy, man. I love his He's show. He's so funny. And his, oh his new show is great. It is. You're right. It's so funny. 
All right, so make sure you watch Steve today. Check your local listings. Congratulations again, Steve. Steve! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's that time. She is here with Reality Update. All right, thank you, nephew. Here we go, crew. Let me just say this. Being Mary Jane is a good show. It is a good show. So it is. It is Girl. really good. Shout out to Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union. She yes. is the beautiful. doing her thing. Gabrielle <laughs> Union Wade, it. I should mm-hmm. say. Uh, yeah, she does. Too. She does be doing it. I'm talking about <laughs> man, letting them have it. Yeah, <laughs> she ain't holding back on this show. If you ain't That's seen being Mary Jane, you will see being Mary. Jane. <laughs> you will see Mary Jane. Man, I'm talking about see more than you ever seen before. <laughs> Mary Jane does go there. Mm-hmm. Yes, she, she does. does. <laughs> She's very active. But anyway, uh, her mom Helen. Did you see this? Just real quick on the show, Helen. Uh. She got with her. First Sugar love Abe. again. <laughs> yes, who is Frank Steve, who's played by legendary actor and former Hall of Famer athlete Fred Williamson, the Ooh, hammer. The hammer, hammer, baby. Yes. The original hammer. <laughs> yes, the original hammer. And she's married to uh Paul, who is played by Richard Roundtree, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Who married to Richard Roundtree? In, in being Mary in the, in Jane, Steve. In the show, being She's Mary Jane. Chef? Uh-huh. In yes, the show, Mary Brown Jane's Tree. daddy is Chef. Uh-huh. Who's a big yes. fan of this show, by the way. Oh, wait, yes. wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Mary Jane's daddy is Chef. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so who was you saying was married to Chef? Her mom. Mary Jane's mom. Okay, that's Shug, what I was asking. Suge Avery, dog. Suge Avery, the actress, Suge Avery. I didn't. The, if you say you didn't see the color purple. You didn't see the color purple? Okay, let's move All on. Anyway, he here's the question, time. though. Here's the question. He here's the question. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Paul, who was played by Richard Roundtree, yes. he found out that Helen, she admitted to just settling being with her husband. She's been married to him for over 40 years, but she was always in love with her first love, Frank, which is played by Fred Williamson. The hell, so, man. Man, Rich, Richard Roundtree. Boy. Paul put his wife of 40 years out of the house because he was hurt that he found what? out that his wife had been mm. just settling That's for him. They've been married for over 40 years. That's why and get, you out. get out. Yeah, I just saw Chef at uh, Sayed's golf tournament. Mm-hmm. Oh, Damn, really? He had, Chef, a, he had a cigar <laughs> in his hand, too, did he? A cigar in his mouth. He played a whole <laughs> round of golf with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> Well, his character, Paul, was heard on Being Mary Jane. So just this is for the audience real so quick. So Hammer's, Hammer's boy is going to be on the show next week. Who, who Ooh. is Hammer's boy? Yeah, Jim Brown. <laughs> they having a reunion. Yeah. <laughs> you have a throwback classic. <laughs> classic reunion on your show. You got, huh? got Shell, <laughs> the Hammer, and oh, Jim Brown. Look on the good, man. Y'all need to watch the show, man. I'm trying to tell you. It's a good I'm show. I'm bringing everybody back, yeah. So hit me up on it. <laughs> Instagram or Twitter, tell me should Helen and Paul try to work it out after 40 Please, years of yes. marriage? No, and she didn't have an affair, Carla. I know. I know. Boy, I was choked. I know you're not saying that's a side piece what? etiquette. What? I know. Well, oh, they got nothing. caught. You ain't supposed to get caught. I almost fell off my chair, Carla. <laughs> oh, she, she, could, she could get caught. She confessed, which is the worst thing in the world to do. <laughs> that's Who why I that? don't want to buy the steak. All right, let's move on, Steve. Let's get to your show, the season finale of Power. Come on, girl. Don't let me down, Carla. By now, everyone has seen this show. So Ghost and Tommy set out to get revenge for Raina's death. 
Tyreek is drinking that lean. He Woo. asked Dre for Ray Ray's hideaway location spot. Angela helped Tasha track down Tyreek's cell phone to figure out where Tyreek was. Long story short, Ghost of Tommy shows up, goes to Ray Ray's spot. So does Tasha. Tyreek killed Ray Ray oh. and got revenge for killing his twin sister. What Come on, what's what, what you say, Tyreek was going to trip. Now, Ghost going to be hurt because that's his son. Right, right. Yeah, he, right. Now, but now, Ghost went out there with Tommy. Uh-huh. Thinking they gonna handle some biz and Tyreek didn't already handle biz, but they can't find Tyreek because he hired hell. <laughs> Tyreek just sitting up there drinking, sipping that sis, 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 sir. <laughs> he just set his stupid ass up there and, and downloaded that damn Lil Wayne video <laughs> and found out how to make it. He sitting up in there with, 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 with a damn uh, 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 silo cup. Yeah. Every time you turn around, his ass over here just hired hell. Red solo cup. Yeah, he don't got got a damn solo cup in his damn hand. Yeah, Every time nice. you turn around, that ghost don't know us, boy, damn junket now. So now that's going to throw his <laughs> ass into something. But then the police going to find out somehow that Tyreek didn't kill Ray Ray for killing the damn sister. Right. Uh-huh. Then, then somebody going to try to hit Tyreek, and then Ghost going to have to come through and hit him. Mm-hmm. And then, and then mm-hmm. Ghost ass going to be gone. It's going to be trying to, you know. Ghost is gone. The show is gone. Yeah, the ghost. Ghost gone. Well, Ghost ain't going to go nowhere. Yeah, but show ain't going to be gone because going to be some Italians on that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> on the way. Stay on Next the way. Next season, baby, 2018. Yeah. Here they come. Yeah, yeah they come. Tommy's family. Yeah, this is well, Tommy's family. Thing, though, See, but you, you can't out. count Italians. <laughs> what? Once you bring Italians on your show, you can't count uh, for real? Oh, they ass right there. Nah, man. They they had you killed for real. You wake up being be a, be a racehorse head in your damn room. <laughs> the Godfather. Godfather. The Godfather. Way right now, too man, many times. Right I'm telling you right Let here, me... you open up your newspaper and got damn fish in it. Yeah. You be sitting Come up in there just confused as hell. Because all this is stuff that's still going on. <laughs> yeah. I just Be left quiet. Palermo this year. The birthplace <laughs> of the damn uh, mafia. mafia. Yes, I was over there. They, I, I explained. I explained everything to them how I ain't want no trouble. Yeah. You got, hold on. You got off your boat went in the village. I went in there. Look, it's black people over here. It's four of them. We don't want no problem. <laughs> Can I finish? No, I can't even finish. We can't even finish talking about power. I want to get your opinion on something else. Go ahead. Crazy. You can talk about what, what you want. Come on, girl. All right. So now Tariq, he realizes that he finally sees <laughs> We're gonna talk about it when we come back from the break. Can we finish? Okay. Yeah, we can, can we finish? finish? All right, <laughs> twenty after. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, folks, listen. This Red Cross relief is important. You know, look here. Here we go. Listen to me. Two words: rain and help. Now, our Heart Radio is teaming up with the Red Cross to help our friends in Texas after this devastating flooding that's been going on. Now, help out now at redcross.org or give $10 by texting Harvey to 90999. Every bit helps, and your help is needed now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here we are with part two of Reality Update with Carl. So when we left off last break, we were talking about the season finale of Power. Mm -hmm. So we are up to date. We know that Tyreek killed Ray Ray to get revenge on his twin sister, Raina's death. Mm -hmm. Now, what I think Tyreek... Tariq uh-huh. has learned, Steve. Tariq ain't learning nothing. Well, I think he sees what kind of family he's in now because his mama told him how to clean up after you mm-hmm. kill somebody and how to wash whoa, his whoa, hands. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that kind of, that, you know, you done kill some damn body. Yeah. 
But you know, now, if your ass don't want to go to prison, uh, you got to listen to your mama now. Your mama didn't tell you to go down there and kill him, but you went down there on that syrup and it got your ass into this situation. Mess around with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne put it online. You going to download Lil Wayne's recipe for syrup, lean. Now, you're going to lean your ass down near the prison. Yeah. Now, your mama trying to help you. Now, Carly here talking about to see the kind of family you got. Trying to keep his ass out of jail. Yeah. 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 Now, you got to clean up this blood. You got to get rid of forensics, but ain't nothing can really help you. Ghost, his dad, and his uncle Tommy got the get ri- got rid of the body, mm-hmm. but there is some. They gonna mess that- around and have some fibers down there, cause they gonna find it, cause black people got the same kind of hair. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? we do. <laughs> same kind of hair. Call yeah. guilty. <laughs> yeah, if it's black hair on the floor, it's, it could be in there, y'all. Well, actually, go it's ahead, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they left the bullet. There's a bullet yeah. in the wall, and Angela, here she comes. Uh, she's found the bullet the in the wall, and so she's found some evidence. So now... Tariq is turning into a young ghost. Yes, He's exactly, Carla. Exactly. That's what's happening, Steve. Tariq That's why Ghost into... gonna go. Tariq gonna take his place. Ghost gonna have to go now. You no. think Ghost? Oh, no. Ghost leave his own. Okay, let me ask you Who played Ghost? Omari. <laughs> Omari Hardwick. He was on your show. He dog, dog. Omari got other gigs. He can't be ghost the whole time. He can't leave power, okay? He 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 can't leave power power because he he got other money. Although we did say that when he left being Mary Jane, Carl. I just (laughs) told you. This boy can act for real. They finna give him an offer. He got to go. They paying that kind of money on stars? Usually when you say stuff like that, it comes true. I'm just trying trying to tell y'all to get real. You ain't got to go to this. The boy got to come up. He got time to stay over here playing with 50. <laughs> and when 50 is 50 going to die? He want to be 50. You can't be 50. You keep taking a dime. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, hey, speaking sure. of 50, Kanan, 50's character, mm-hmm. Tommy and Ghost now are together because guess who got the power right now? Dre. Dre oh, yes. has the power right now. So Drake needs all... to just stick to singing. Come, dude, come over here. No, no, no. Dre. 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 Not Drake. Dr. Dre. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Drake been... I was going to say Drake needs to stay his cute ass. <laughs> Drake? <laughs> Better go over there and try to get with Rihanna, man. Dre did not have to kill the priest no. slash drug dealer. No, he, he did have not. To do that. Oh, he was yeah, mad he was about that. He a good priest drug dealer. He yeah, he really yeah, he was. The priest be. don't need to be on drugs. No, he he's wasn't not on drugs. He's not on drugs. He was a drug he was selling yeah. them. He was selling them in the he neighborhood. He was a dealer. Yeah. The priest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They killed the priest. Yeah, Dre, Dre did. did. He has yeah. got to go. What? <laughs> so, uh, to wrap up, uh, that was the season finale. Damn, you can't have no opinions on him. <laughs> no, you can't. Don't no, make no can't. damn sense right here, man. Oh, and no, can I say, Tara Owens is officially joining yes, Dancing with the Stars. T.O.? Yeah. 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 Cheryl right. Burke's partner. Is he on, is yeah. he on power, uh, T.O. on power? <laughs> he need to be. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Does marriage make you a better person? That is the question on the table right now. Hell this is a, no. Hey, hey, let me get it out. He, he already said. The been newest a year, of huh? the newlyweds <laughs> on this show. A new study from Tilburg University in the Netherlands suggests that marriage can make you a better person. 
Specifically, getting hitched makes you more forgiving and more likely to exercise self-control. All right, that's what it said. Who they studied? This is a new study. They studied married married people, people that are in America. So they didn't come by my house and study a damn. (laughs) (laughs) You said the Netherlands. From the Netherlands. It suggests that marriage can make you a better person. Specifically, getting hitched makes you more forgiving. It makes you more forgiving, if Tommy, you're it says. you to the right person. And it makes you more likely to exercise self-control. Uh, no. If you married to the wrong person. No. No. Tommy, no. That's in the Netherlands. No. No. What are the one they got for over here? Thank you. Because, <laughs> man, <laughs> if you marry the wrong person, it will not make you a better person. It make you better at doing certain things. <laughs> Like what? Huh? You become a lot more crafty. Better cheater. You Your ass gets real crafty. You're the wrong one. Your ass can learn some things. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. What did you, you learn? Uh, like not, not how to go home? <laughs> no, you'll, you'll learn about spots. You'll know about a lot of uh, restaurants. And- <laughs> You have a lot of little cubby holes. Cubbies, like hidden in. restaurants. You know how to walk in places and spot cameras. <laughs> yeah. You learn a lot the back way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you use your phone different. Uh-huh. See, when I was out there, wasn't no phone cameras, wasn't no GPS, wasn't none of that. When you were out uh-huh. there? Yeah, uh-huh. when I was out there. See, all this now, I already know I'm good because oh, yeah. where I'm going to go. <laughs> Yeah, ain't, sure ain't, 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 ain't nobody gonna yeah. see me. Ain't nobody gonna see <laughs> me. Well, I just kept my ass home now. You got <clears> to <throat> turn that out. GPS off your phone. You got to turn that off as soon as you leave the house. Uh-huh. Hey, dog, if you're famous, you can't do nothing. You just can't do nothing. Just go home, dog. Yeah, just go uh-huh. home. If you're famous and you're not happy, just get yourself a divorce, man, because you're gonna get seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and will they, be and a scandal. Dog, and they're gonna put you out there, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Go home and just be freaking miserable. Did you did you want to say that aloud, or did yeah. you want to keep that to yourself? <laughs> he said, "Just go home." They ought to at least have a miserable <laughs> meeting or something. You can go to and talk to other miserable ass people. You know what I'm saying? Why did he get married? I didn't. Oh, y'all ain't tell me everything. Right y'all Good. didn't. Woo. Let's move on. Uh, if you're stressed out about money, according to uh, data from the American Psychological Association, money is the number one cause of stress for Americans. Uh, these may be a few reasons why credit card debt, stuff like that, student loan, um, and, and just Americans have no savings. Those are a couple of the reasons I why. I mean, it's hard. You know, yeah. a lot of people live check to check. It's hard, man, mm-hmm. because you need all your money. To live on, and then you go, you go want something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to save, man, yes. when you want something. Yeah. Now, is. if you quit wanting stuff, you could save your money. You ain't gonna have nothing. Now you going to work for nothing. That's the that's the uh, catch twenty two. You go to work mm. to have something. Then if you gonna need to have something, you need to save it. Now you can't have nothing. Yeah. Can't have nothing, yeah. man. Mm. All right, uh, we'll be back with just one more thing. We'll close out the show talking about. Gotta uh, get a sponsor, Hurricane Irma. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are back with just one more thing. Please don't forget to set your DVRs. I got to put this in there, Steve. Don't forget to set your DVRs to check out the brand new season. This is premiere week of Steve. It's just Steve. Steve. I love it. Steve. Steve. Yes. Steve. So far, so good, though, Steve. You feeling good about the show? Yeah, I'm feeling mm-hmm. good about the show. I haven't seen the numbers yet because I'm in L.A., but I don't mm-hmm. 
When do they I come just, out? I, they out now, I'm pretty oh. sure. So I ain't got no phone calls, so no, you know. You been got a phone call by now? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I probably. Got uh, they trying to figure out how to break it to me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't quite do what we thought we were going to do, but we're building, so we're out here that constant. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Or no news is good news. Good news. That's what I was. Well, thinking. ain't nobody called and said you canceled, so. Yeah. <laughs> After one week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't seen it out. Really? <laughs> oh, you get your ass out of here right fast. <laughs> Well, Ain't nobody got no money to be <laughs> Well, oh your show goodness. looked good. You looked good yes, on the show. Yeah. You know, the set is nice. You got a brand Man, new desk, it's, it's everything. such a great... And it's uh, more than a talk show. I like that part about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Uh-huh. It's, it's a great show. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's going to be hot. I think it's what's needed in daytime. Mm-hmm. I think it's what's been missing. Ellen's the only one that's been doing entertainment, mm-hmm. doing that, you know... Uh, so I just think I think it'll do well, man. We just got to see, you know. We yeah. just got to see. But, you know, one thing I know, God didn't bring me this far to leave That's me. Right. Come on, man. That's right. I don't never worry about it, really. And I'm change really is good, about Steve. It now, so. so don't forget to set your DVRs to check out the brand new season of Steve, okay? That's right, Steve yeah. Harvey Nation. Y'all know yeah. what to do. I love it, Shirley. Mm-hmm. I, I set my DVR. Then I be there. Then I go home, watch it like I ain't never seen Like <laughs> I ain't know. <laughs> What was going to happen? We know what you're watching for. We know what you're watching for, too. See those credits, yeah. baby. Well, see I those see credits. My name, I called everybody. <laughs> Mama, I told you I was going to make some of myself. If y'all just held on. Just hold on. Give me time. Wait on the Lord. That's Wait good. on them. Yep, yes. absolutely. And, uh, you know, we got to remind you as we go, this is just one more thing. Please be prepared for Hurricane Irma. Potentially catastrophic is what the forecasters are saying. That's how they're uh, saying it at the National Hurricane Center. Uh, that This is how they're describing Hurricane Irma. So they're warning you. They're telling you, be prepared. Stock up on food. Stock up on water. Flashlights. All these things. You know, get your children prepared. Your pets That's prepared. Right. If you have some mm-hmm. elderly, some, uh, you know, physically challenged people, whatever the situation may be, you know it's coming. So please prepare yourself. Florida Governor Rick Scott warned that uh, Irma could bring life-threatening storm surges, wind, rain, all of that. Um, President Trump has approved emergency uh, funding, freeing up uh, federal money to prepare for Irma. 7,000 Florida National Guard members are going to be reporting for duty by tomorrow, Friday morning. Uh, And then Carla and Tommy, you guys were Mm -hmm. just affected by Hurricane Harvey. Harvey. So uh, I think you did the tips earlier this morning, Carla. Let's do those tips again because they're so important. Yeah, we were telling everyone to, you know, prepare. I've been reading some of the news reports that some of the Florida stores are uh, out of bottled water. Mm -hmm. So you need to, if you're evacuating, go to your neighboring states. You know, you have to go to North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, all of these neighboring states, Alabama. you got to be prepared if your leaders tell you to evacuate, evacuate. Listen to what the leaders are telling you. Shirley just talked about what the weather report is saying about the wind and the rain. You have to evacuate and be safe and make sure you have batteries, uh, your medication, get your prescriptions, Mm -hmm. you need food, non-perishable food items, all of these things that you have to have to be prepared. Charge your phones. Go and buy. I went to buy a bunch of these uh, portable chargers, those phone chargers that you can take with you. Uh Get some of those. Have all those handy and ready so you can be safe and your family can communicate to you and hear from you and know that everything is is okay. And most of all, pray. 
Okay. Yeah. You the scarlet and got all the main stuff out the way. Here's here's something you need to remember. Sleep in another room where your wife ain't sleeping. Sleep in there. <laughs> what? Okay. No, I'm trying to get you through the four or five days that you're finna go through. I'm just trying <laughs> to If you ride the storm, all right. Why? Get you a nice little area in another room. Get you a bag with some food and stuff in there. Cause you may be in there for a while without You don't her. you don't want to be in the room with your wife in case something yeah, happens. I don't you can protect that. her and help you her. You wanna get be out. safe? If yeah, something happening, she'll holler and tell you it's happening. <laughs> From the Stay other room, though. Stay in another room and keep your head level. This is a time in your life you're going to realize this really might not be your soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you find out. This is when you did, did you ever think it was your soulmate? Yes. For years. But them four days together and can't go nowhere. Trapped in that house. Yes, I scratched my head and asked the Lord, was this really what you wanted me to do? <laughs> but Tommy, huh? now you know during hurricanes, you always hear about, you know, the population going to increase by nine months. It, that that ain't happening in my house. <laughs> during a hurricane? Yeah, yes, yeah, a lot of love. Never heard of during the hurricane. Yeah, Steve, ain't yeah. no power. Ain't, ain't no power. Hell, no, we, we need to pay attention. Quit touching me. Listen here, man. You hear that water coming in this house downstairs? What you talking about? Show hands off of me. We ain't got no damn power. Now how do people make make it being married for like 30 and 40? Get your hands off of me. I'm a husband. I know. 30 and 40 years. He can't stay four days. We ain't screwing in this boat. <laughs> Pay attention. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't want to make love. This mattress is wet. <laughs> I don't really think there's a lot of babies getting made during the flood. I really, really don't. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't, I don't pay understand, Tommy. We, we Ladies have to and go. gentlemen, that's it today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all for watching the new show, Steve. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tune in today. Check your local listen. It's all new show. Very great. Great set. Great guest. Great uh, Thank y'all. Y'all host is our Hey, y'all have a great weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Thursday. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that any time I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.